I'm Parker Lee with In Process. Today I, I want to share a message um, with everybody and I wanted to get very personal, I want to get very vulnerable, and I want to I want to share a message that I hope can help somebody. Um, I've been on a journey this last couple years and specifically this last year. Uh, I'm, I'm 37 years old. I have three boys. I've been divorced twice. I've had to file bankruptcy. I've had to go through wins, losses, uh, but life seemed to give me more losses than wins. And I, I couldn't seem to win in life by society standards. I couldn't seem to pull my life together. I couldn't seem to make the right decisions. Um, I was never an alcoholic. I was never super into drugs, never tried any hardcore drugs. I haven't been into pornography. Um, not that I haven't seen it, but I've never had a problem with it. What I had a problem with was self-sabotaging my life over and over and over again. Um, to the point where to the point where I didn't know what to do. Um, I had hit rock bottom because I had tried everything. I tried everything that I knew how to do. And I was studying and I was reading self-help books and I was trying to take care of myself and trying to improve my life over and over and over again. And trying to be positive and have positive thinking and reading and, and doing all these things, but life kept seeming to knock me down. And I couldn't seem to catch a break. And When you finally collapse and you finally throw up your hands and say, I don't know what else to do. I've tried doing what everyone else around me has told me to do to find happiness, to find joy, to succeed in life. So I chased the money, I, I tried the relationships, I tried religion, I uh, was forced into it growing up and none of it worked for me and none of it made me happy and none of it made me feel good about myself, none of it made me feel loved. And so I went through a life of not loving myself and I went through a life of trying to please other people. So the message I want to share today and what has become my life purpose and my mission is to share a message of joy and happiness, to share a, a a message that life doesn't have to be hard, that life doesn't have to be difficult, it doesn't have to feel like a test, it doesn't have to knock you down, it doesn't have to be sad, it doesn't have to be scary, because I, as I finally dropped all my pride and my ego and realized I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um, and I asked for help. 
when you when you realize you don't know anything. That that everything you know how to do give you the exact opposite of life. You stop being so full of ego and you stop being so cocky and you stop acting like you know everything. You stop acting, you stop lying to yourself. I realized I built up years and years of lies of that I, I was tough and I was strong and I was confident and that I knew what the hell I was doing and that I was happy. And the, the truth is I was, I was hurting. But we live in a society that tells us to not be a little bitch, to be tough, to just push it down, don't deal with your emotions, don't, don't feel your pain, especially as men. We're just supposed to know what to do. Well, the reality is that I've come to understand is I've dropped all belief that I knew anything. I, I s stopped listening to people. I started watching people. I started paying attention to people and what they did and I stopped hearing them with their words. And I realized everyone I was around lies to themselves. They're not happy that the story they tell themselves doesn't align with how they really feel for most people. So I committed a year, a year ago to uh, find myself. And I wanted to be happy. I wanted to stop hurting. I wanted to stop feeling bad about myself. I wanted to stop feeling guilty. I wanted to stop feeling unworthy. I just wanted to be happy. And I learned a lot in this journey about myself. I, I was able to understand and learn exactly how I had hurt my own life, how I had hurt other people, where it all came from, why I felt the way that I felt, why I acted the way I did, the way I treated people the way that I did, why I lied, why I manipulated, why I was narcissistic at some points, why I was so focused on, on me in relationships and with and not just romantic relationships, friendships and business relationships. And throughout this journey I was able to boil it down to a most simple form I feel like that a lot of people can relate to. And if we take a step back and get really honest with ourselves. I think this might be true for a lot of you, but if it's not, 
I just hope there's someone out there that this does help because I feel like there's a lot of people out there who felt what I felt and our experiences may be different they may look different on the outside but inside I feel like there's a lot of people who felt like I felt and doing the work is hard and understanding who you are is hard and Accepting that you've messed up your whole life is hard. Accepting that you don't love yourself. And that other people around you don't love you either. And it's not their fault. It's because they don't love themselves either. And so they hurt other people. The reality is we got dropped on this planet, <laughs> on this spinning rock in the sky. And if we want to boil it all down, we're all just lost. But not, not everybody, but there's a good amount of us who are lost, who are confused, who are scared, who are living in fear because we don't have all the answers. And I feel like that's where different groups and religion have popped up. It's trying to give people answers. Now this is just my perspective and my truth and from my story and my life. And so by no means am I telling you what to believe or what to think. I just truly believe how we change the world is by each of us sharing our stories because the more we can understand what other people are going through, and not outwardly, because we judge outwardly, but more understand what they're feeling and what their experience has taught them, the more we can all learn and grow and become better. This last year when I realized I didn't have the answers, or two years ago, I didn't have the answers, and I gave up, just said, all right, I, I don't know. And I just started listening. I started taking advice, I started listening and watching. I watched how people operate, I watched how people hurt themselves, I watched how people got in their own way, I watched how people caused pain in their own life. And then I was able to look at that and then look at myself and see how I was doing that to myself. I started reading a lot. Consumed information this last couple of years, especially this last year. I stopped watching TV, I stopped going out, I stopped dating, I got off social media. I only kept myself around people who didn't add pain and drama into my life. I had a lot of hard losses this last year, people I cut out of my life. I cut everybody out because I had to find myself. And I couldn't do that with other people in my head, other people in my ear because what I realized is everyone's projecting their beliefs onto us and how they think life should be and be perceived and how we should act, how we should feel, what should, what should we want. And we're told what to be and we're told what's cool, not what's not cool. 
what's beautiful, what's not beautiful, what's okay, what's not okay, who's worthy, who's not worthy. So we all get dropped on this planet trying to figure everything out. And if we all want to blow it down and admit we don't know what the hell we're doing, what's going on, we're just trying to figure life out. That's why we get friends and we start getting in relationships and marriage is we want someone to go through this experience with and, and to help us and to figure this out together. We're all just trying to figure life out. But adults don't want to admit that. Parents don't want to admit they don't know what they're doing, that they're figuring it out as well, that they've never been in that part of life yet. And then they still have issues that they haven't dealt with and haven't loved themselves, and so that gets projected. I share my story because not, I don't want any sympathy because that's, I don't need sympathy, I'm, I'm okay. I, I've found and loved myself, I've healed myself, I've forgiven myself, I've forgiven everyone in my life who hurt me. And then I had to ultimately forgive myself for hurting myself the most. Because at the end of the day, that's what we do is when we attack others, when we judge, when we feel like we're more worthy than somebody else, or because we're part of one religion, we're more worthy and better than other people, or because we sin, I don't like that word that way, and they sin that way, it's ours is less than theirs and we're better than them. And we start having to judge other people and to justify so we feel better about ourselves because we don't want to just be honest with how we're really feeling. I share this story because I hope I can inspire somebody. I hope that there's somebody who feels lost, scared, has been rejected, and doesn't know what to do in life. And I want people to know that there's so much joy and happiness in life. There's the purest, purest of love and warmth and acceptance and unconditional love that you can feel every single day. And I feel like growing up in religion, as strict as, as that was and in my home, I feel like the things that so many people around me are chasing in the next life, that, that pure joy and happiness that they're waiting to experience in the next life. I feel I found that for myself in this life. Why wait to the next life to experience pure bliss, unconditional love, and joy? Why make life harder than it has to be? That's why I want to share my message is you don't have to suffer. You don't have to hurt. You don't have to be scared. You don't have to live life in fear of what's happening next or because you don't have control or you feel lost and hopeless and like you've messed up your life so bad that there's no way out of it. There is. <laughs> you can find joy and happiness in this life and it's not easy and it takes work, but it's not the work everyone talks about. It's the work on yourself. It is the hardest work of all because
because you have to be completely honest with yourself. And the reason I feel like I got blessed with that is because I ran my life in the ground so hard that I just didn't know what else to do. Everyone already thought I was a piece of shit. My family always talked behind my back. I knew they did. Like, it's not a, you don't feel love from people, you feel judged. You feel less than other people and everyone makes you feel that way. I want to share little be little pieces of my, my story and what led up to this. Not to talk ill on anybody, because I love I love everybody in my life that was a part of these different experiences and I've forgiven myself and them for the pain that was caused because I'm able to understand now and I'm able to love other people because I love myself and my cup is so full and I'm able to understand why I did what I did. So it's helped me be more conscious and more aware of how other people are hurting. And so I want to share my story for those people so you might be able to understand kind of where you're at and things that you've gone through and it might make a little more sense. I love my family, I love my parents. When I was a little kid, I didn't have a bad home. I wasn't abused, I wasn't yelled at all the time. I wasn't, you know, by all means, I had a, on the outward, way easier life than a lot of people I know. Especially as I got out this last year and met more people, I know that there's people who have gone through way worse things than me. But I feel again, like I see internal emotions that are the same. I remember being so scared of death, terrified of it. I was terrified of dying. Again, my family is very religious and it was very forced and I didn't have a choice. So in my belief, we are all very individual consciousness. We're all very individual beings. We're very separate. We have our own personalities. Our, we are our own self. That's why we have different likes, dislikes, personalities. And when you grow up in a very strict religious home, I was living in fear every day. Because what was being taught to me scared the hell out of me. It didn't bring me peace. It didn't bring me safety. I felt scared constantly. And then you're not allowed to express that because you don't know how to communicate how you're feeling at a young age. And when you kind of try to communicate that you don't like what's going on, you're told to deal with it and told you to listen to this leader and you're told to listen to read your scriptures and you're told to go do all these things that you don't feel safe at. I didn't feel safe. And then I felt judged and unworthy in my own house because I was trying to find myself and unfortunately you live in a place of conditional love. And that's how I felt was, I was only loved and accepted when I did what my family wanted, which had everything to do with their belief system and their religion. And so the only time I felt like I was ever worth anything to anybody was when I was a part of their religion. 
And what was hard for me is everything they preached outwardly of loving and not judging and accepting others and the love. I didn't feel any of that. I felt the complete opposite. And so when I go out these meetings and these one-on-ones with these leaders and I didn't feel good about myself, I never felt safe, I never felt at peace, I always just felt less than everyone else. And as I got older and started doing stupid teenager stuff, it was never when I did something that was hurting myself was that, are you okay? How are you feeling? How are you doing? It's your bad. You don't know how to choose the right. You're not worthy. You're less worthy than everyone else around you. And then when everyone around you in your school, in your neighborhood is on that same thing, they judge everyone so harshly too. And even though they're doing things that aren't in accordance with their beliefs, they judge you as you're more unworthy than they are. So you believe you're not worthy. You believe you're not as good as other people. You believe you're not intelligent because you're different than what has to be. Even though what has to be doesn't make you ever feel safe. It doesn't ever make you feel that love they talk about. It makes you feel fearful and in chaos. And because you've just been longing for someone to love you unconditionally, love you for you so you can just be yourself and figure yourself out. You finally conform, as I did, and said, cool, I want to be loved. I want to, I want to be accepted. I'm hurting. Like, I just want people to be proud of me for once. So you go do what they want that makes them happy. And you go give up part of your life for me, it was a couple years serving the church for something that was all for other people. And for two years, a lot of that, I hurt. I was scared. I was living in fear because I was trying to please other people and I was trying to be the person they wanted me to be. And I wanted to, I wanted to be that guy that made everyone proud and made everyone happy. And, because I clearly didn't know what was right for my life. I clearly didn't know how to make the good decisions. I clearly didn't know what was best for me. I clearly just made bad decisions, according to everyone around me. And so I couldn't trust myself anymore. So I listened to everybody else. At 21, still scared, confused, and lost. You're looking for safety. You want safety at the end of the day that's all we all want is to feel secure we want to feel safe so I was searching for safety I was searching for somebody who cared about me and so when you start getting a lot of attention from somebody you think they care about you and you welcome that in your life and in this religion in this society early marriage is pushed for some crazy reason. We're pushing these people who don't know who they are, our children still, who are still confused about life and 
with saying, go get married now. You don't know who you are, but you're not secure financially. You're a mess, but yeah, let's encourage you to go get married. And then we're gonna tell you that marriage is forever and you're stuck. And if you break that marriage, you're going to hell pretty much. That's how you feel. So you get married, even though when you know you shouldn't. Dating is a disaster. Neither one of us are happy. How could you be happy when I'm scared? She doesn't know who she is either. She's living to please her parents. And then we bring us together and it's utter and complete chaos. And it's miserable for both of us. Then you want out and then you get pregnant and then you try to make everyone happy and now you're, you feel stuck. The only advice you're given is if you end this that you just ruin something on an internal scale where you pretty much have a hard time being forgiven is how it felt, again, being completely unworthy. So you go about trying to figure it out, but because you haven't dealt with any of your emotions yet and you've just pushed everything down, I continue to push everything down. So I didn't communicate to my, my wife at the time and say, hey, I'm terrified. I'm scared. I'm unhappy. This life we're living scares the hell out of me. I don't like it. I don't like what we're doing and I want I don't know what to do. Instead you close off and you become angry and and then I started to feel controlled again because she's depending on me because of agreements to go through life and I did just the opposite of that. I went inward and causing her so much more pain and myself so much more pain. And so you get divorced. And now what happens after divorce? Well, I can tell you where I grew up, it's you're shamed. Because everyone's in this religion. When I got divorced, I had someone reach out to me who I really respected and thought was a good friend of mine. And the first thing I got wasn't, I heard you're getting divorced, you're losing your kids. Are you okay? I got, dude, I heard you're leaving the church. Everyone I talked to, their biggest concern was me being in their religion. It wasn't if I was okay, if I was hurting. Hey, the one, th <laughs> The first time I felt unconditional love, like true unconditional love was when I had my first child. As he got a little older, he loved me, for me. With no expectations, no set rules, he just loved me. And then when you get divorced, and then you lose your job in the middle of that, because you're freaking out on life because you don't know what to do next. And you thought you were making a good decision because you were so miserable, but then everyone's attacking you. Everyone's judging you. Everyone's saying you're even less worthy and that you just messed up your whole life. 
and because that person you're with is hurting as well and they're scared and they don't want to admit it, they go project and try to feel safe the best way they can, which is whatever that looks like. Some people it's drugs, some people it's alcohol, some people it's talking so much shit on the, the ex so everyone validates their feelings. So the one thing I wanted was being a father and you're told you don't get to be around your kids. You're told the mom gets the kids full time and, and she gets to decide when you see your kids and you get minimal time. Not because you're a bad dad, not because you don't love your kids, just because. So now you get your kids taken away. You have no control, you have no money, that's what it takes because as a society we found every which way we can make money off people because we're so greedy and so we've turned divorce and marriage into this, this big money-making machine and so if you really want kids you got to work up a lot of money but when you don't have that you spiral out of control at least I did I left a church and a religion that everyone I knew was a part of. I was told I was unworthy. You feel unloved. You don't feel support from people. And the support I got from certain people is because they wanted me to change and get back into that church. Or they were pushing it. They have alternative motives. So, the only thing I really loved in life was being a father. That was my greatest joy. I loved it. And I was told I didn't need to be a dad except for when the mom says I can see the dad. And the hard part is the mom at that point is so scared, so hurting, and you hurt her, I hurt her. She doesn't know what to do in her life either, and so she, just like me, becomes susceptible to get, letting other people in her ear. And then when you have an ex mother-in-law who can't stand your guts and your kids are living in their home, you can probably guarantee you don't give your random kids that much. And there's a lot of things said and done. So now you have other people involved in your life that are affecting your life and your kid's life. And then you have your kids calling, crying, and bawling, wanting to be with you and you're being told no. But hey, Parker, Put a smile on your face. You're hurting yourself. You're not loving yourself. You're, you're not worthy. You're not good enough. The amount of pain you're dealing with on every day, most people don't know because you also can't talk about it, so you act it out in irrational ways. For me, it was going out to the clubs and partying for it's all six months after my divorce to numb the pain. And then it became dating distractions. And because you're so angry now, and I was, I was full of so much hate and anger towards my ex and her family because they were keeping me from my kids and keeping the kids from me. And it was about what they wanted. It was no longer about my, my kids or anyone else, but what they wanted and their emotions towards me. And you have to finally accept accept that 
and you so you kind of quit and give up on life, realizing you don't send a shot. The only way to fix your situation is a lot of money, which when you're trying to go chase money and you're in the headspace of not feeling good about yourself at all, it's really difficult to go do. And you don't care about the money, you just want your kids. So you try to grow and become better as I did and let other people into my life and had other bad experiences and bad relationships because one, I was in a terrible headspace. I hated myself. But I was trying to pretend like I was okay and I was worth something. So you cause more drama because the only people that would want to date me obviously were people who didn't have good things happening in their mind either or else they wouldn't have wanted to date me. They're hurting just as much or else they wouldn't have allowed me into their life. Same, same goes both ways. Then I ended up meeting someone, feeling like I was in an okay spot. Get married again quickly when I shouldn't have. I know I shouldn't have, I, I knew I shouldn't have, but I did because I thought, who would want to be with me in my situation? And this person wants to be with me. I'm attracted to them, like it's not too crazy. I knew I wasn't happy and I knew I wasn't ready, but I did it anyways, because I accepted life couldn't get better for me. So of course that turns into more drama, a bigger shit show because I'm still full of anger, anger from dealing with custody with my kids now because I want my kids and they're hurting asking for me. And again, it's, all this trauma tied from the past. And so now another baby comes along and you got two people again who are scared and fearful in both their situations, but we can't really talk about it and be honest about how we're really feeling inside because we both put up so many lies about how we feel and what's going on. And so we project it onto each other and play victim. I used to use the word victimhood a lot, and I had a change of thought with it. I don't like the word victim. It's, it's we're unaware, we're unconscious of how we're hurting ourselves. If we were aware, we'd change it more than likely. It just becomes so obvious when you've healed yourself in your response how people are playing victim and hurting themselves, but when we're doing it, we're so unconscious of what we're doing. During this second marriage and, and second divorce, Life started to seem like it was going better for me, at least in my career. I had a career I loved. I enjoyed it, I loved going to work every single day. But then I let my insecurities and my problems and my lack and ability of dealing with emotions ruin a job because I started feeling unsafe with some people I was working with and didn't trust them. And they tried to control my life again. So I realized in these relationships I was in, and why I started freaking out and having issues because I realized everyone was trying to control me. Everyone had an alternative motive and expectations of what they wanted me to be. And it started from when I was a little kid that I was expected to be a certain way which had nothing, not even close to being who I was. It was all about being who other people wanted me to be and that was the only way to get love. So the only time I felt love, not even love, the only time I felt acceptance and peace in relationships when it was, I was doing what they wanted. And of course that makes sense, that's all I knew how to do. I didn't know how to have hard conversations and set boundaries for myself. So what I did, I hurt more people because of that, because I entered into relationships lying about who I was because I wasn't being honest with myself. I had been affected and hurt a lot of other people. I ended up losing this job 
that I loved so much and it was my fault. Of course, at the time, I didn't see it that way. And I lost it. I went into full-on depression at that point. I knew I was done with the marriage. I just lost really good income and a job, more importantly, that I just loved doing with people I loved working with. I was in the middle of a custody battle and then I had to let it all go and admit to my kids, I can't, I can't help you. I can't, I can't fix anything right now. And then I finally get my head on my shoulders and start saying, hey, let's, let's go, let's wake up. I actually woke up one day and looked in my mirror and I was sitting from my mirror naked and I, I just said, what the fuck have you done? What have you done to yourself? I had gotten out of shape, wasn't taking care of myself, I was eating garbage. I looked terrible and I felt terrible. And so I decided to start changing. I started a, a company with someone and then COVID came around and killed that very quickly. So I was back, back down again. I changed careers at that point and started traveling. And an old friend who I'm super grateful for started an opportunity that changed my life. And it got me traveling and it got me away from people. It got me away from my old self. It got me around new people that didn't know me and I was able to start authentically being myself. And these people liked me and accepted me, which allowed me more space to be myself. And then I met someone and got into another relationship way quicker than I should have. But what I realized it was is this person I was with understood me, understood my issues, understood how I messed up my life, understood my, my weird quirks of my ego. And I was given space to be myself without judgment, without expectation. And although this person I dated ended up probably hurting me more than uh, all my other relationships, it was one of the greatest experiences for me because I was given the power to be myself and find myself and I started to love myself and I had encouragement from someone along with my kids. That took a tragic, dramatic turn in the end and there was a lot of things that were hurtful that having that relationship built off a lot of lies. But then I was able to understand it was because of their pain and their hurting of things that were happening in their life. And so I was able to understand and I was able to forgive and I was able to love because I was finally starting to love myself and understand how I had hurt myself. But then I had to ask myself the question. So I felt like I was starting to do really well in my life. I felt like it was taken off for me in every which way and then it crashed again. I finally had to ask myself, 
how did you let someone like that into your life that could do that to you? Even though I had learned one of the greatest lessons and I'm so grateful I went through that, I had to ask myself, why did you let this happen? How did you let this happen? How did you let all these things happen? I started diving into myself and realized I don't know who I am. I gotta figure out how I caused those pain in my life. And so I started breaking down every part of my life and I realized although I was chasing love my whole life, I was chasing someone to love me, someone to accept me, someone to give me the space to be me and to find me so I could be happy. Who didn't want to control me, who didn't love me only based on what they wanted in life and based off how they think I should be. That's conditional love. Which when you start paying attention, it's amazing how many people actually just only have conditional love for you. They, they want you around when you benefit their life. They see how you can help them. And I realized that a lot this last two years in business. People like and they want you around when you're helping them make money. It's not because they really care about you. It's how they can use you a lot of times. And that's why I cut so many people out of my life is when people are trying to make me conform to their way of operating because that's what they needed to feel good about themselves. I realized life is my, my fault. That I was the one to choose and carry this pain on from being a little kid. I was the one that didn't talk and communicate and tell my parents, I'm hurting. I'm scared, I don't feel safe. What do I do? I didn't do that with either one of my ex-wives. I didn't do it with any relationship or friendship I invited in my life. I just tucked it down and said, be tough. You gotta be a man, you gotta show off, put on your muscles and go act cool. Go get things, try to impress other people. That's how you'll feel okay. And then I got around other people who had things and the nice cars, houses, and relationships and different things and I realized they had everything I thought I wanted, but they were not happy either. And they were just as lost. I remember a little over a year ago, meeting someone who was in their 40s, who had a successful career, the nice big million dollar home, and the cars, and everything you think you want in life. And he told me that he wanted to sell his stuff and go figure out who he was. That's what him and his wife wanted to do. So I started understanding that Things don't help you understand who you are. Things don't bring you happiness. Not that they're bad. But I realize everyone starts chasing things and, and different things to fill holes in their heart and hiding the pain and masking the pain and distracting themselves. And it comes out in different forms and fashions and relationships with people, drugs, alcohol, pornography, whatever it is. I found a lot of ways to distract myself. But when you finally start understanding where everything comes from and you start owning your life and understanding everything is my fault because I'm the one that chose not to have those conversations. I'm the one that chose to enter those relationships knowing I wasn't whole and okay. I, it's my fault for going and having sex with someone not being protected and also going to have sex with somebody who I don't truly love because I didn't love myself. And so you have to deal with consequences of actions. The thing is, because I was so beaten down and 
I really had many people who thought highly of me. It made it really easy to go find myself because now I had no one to please, I had no one to impress because when everyone thinks you're a piece of shit because you're no longer part of their religion or you've been divorced, we don't have people asking, are you okay? Like, are you doing okay? What if it's a society when people were hurting or after divorce or when people lost something or when people had illness or when people were hurting, we asked, are you okay? What if we loved people instead of talking down on them? I literally had someone message me the other day on, on my Instagram who has no clue who I am. They might have at some point in my life, I have no idea. And they, uh, it made me laugh at first when I read it. Because I'm out there giving my perspectives on life because I feel like I have a lot of shit I learned over these last two years because I've put all my time and attention focused on finding out who I was and helping other people this last year. I didn't make it about money. I didn't make it about anything but being a better person and loving myself. And so I observed a lot of things I've read. I used to hate reading. I read zero to one books a year. I've already done 54 books this year and I don't say that for any reason then I've changed who I was. My life I know is more dedicated and structured my mornings and my nights than most people I know. Um, where I'm meditating, yoga, taking care of myself. I don't, again, watch TV, I don't get in the news, I don't scroll through social media anymore, I don't distract myself, I live my life for me. And I know a lot of people don't do that. But I had this person pretty much attack me and ask who the hell I was to give advice. And I realized how crazy is it that, and I was actually really grateful they made that comment because that's what I got my whole life is people talk down on you. Everyone attacks and judges and belittles other people so they can feel better about themselves because they've already have a belief how life should be. When the truth is, when people hurt, they hurt other people. People who are whole and love themselves would never bring anyone else down. They wouldn't do it. You wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to cause someone else pain. When you realize how much pain you cause other people and yourself, you don't want that to happen to anyone else. It doesn't mean you're perfect, doesn't mean you don't screw up. But I was able to understand, and I own my life. And when I started taking ownership of my life in every form and fashion and blamed myself for everything, it gave me the power to fix it. I was able to find my likes, my dislikes, what made me happy, what made me feel excited. And so I started living life based off those feelings that made me feel safe. I stopped making decisions based on what society and family and friends told me life should be and what I should want, how I should operate. Working in an office sounds terrible to me. A nine to five, that doesn't feel safe to me. I had a, a nine to five and a decent salary and it was all gone in an instant. That's not safe to me. Being in relationships with people who are lost as well isn't safe because they're acting out of fear as well. So it wasn't safe to date me. So I had to make sure I became the person who was safe because I could make other people feel safe because I created that safety net for myself because I couldn't find it anywhere else. So the message I wanna share with everybody today is your true joy, your happiness, that unconditional love so many people want and are chasing, it's here.
It's within yourself. You can create that for yourself. It takes letting go of any and all belief systems that you may think are real, and not just religious beliefs, all beliefs about what you think life is. Because if you think about it, most of your beliefs about what life is, is based off what you've been told it is, and what those people's perceptions on life is, or your religions told you what it is, or your parents, and because you respected your parents, you took that for truth. I dismantled every belief I had because I understood I didn't know what was right because my life had crumbled so hard. I created my own belief system, my own truths in every form or fashion, and now I make sure every day I focus on my mental, my emotional, my physical, my spiritual, my financial, and most importantly, my relationship with myself, which is tied into all those. And the more I've been able to do that every day and the more time I put into that and the, instead of distractions, the happier I've become, the more full my cup has become. I've been able to understand my trauma, understand my pain, understand where I hurt. And it's no longer being vulnerable and it's no longer pain. It's, it's the story of how I became me and I love myself. And I'm so proud of the journey I've been on because it was hard as hell. And I didn't give up and I didn't quit. And I got to a point and said, I'm creating the life I want for me. And I've done that and I'm working on it and it's, I'm still not perfect. I still have things to mend for and I'm working on it. But I'm whole and I love myself and because I have unconditional love for myself, I'm able to forgive myself every day. I don't do things that are moving me forward. And because I'm able to do that, I'm able to let go and be more present. And when you realize all your fear is from the past or the future that doesn't exist, we've created hell in our own lives. We created hell because we're scared and living in chaos and fear because we're stuck in places that aren't real, which is hell. If you want to find heaven on earth, you want to find that unconditional love, you have to learn to be present because it's only in the present moment you can let go of all that pain, all that chaos, all that fear. And it's in the present moment you can live and be happy and thrive and grow and change and become who you want. I've been able to change my life this last year in ways I can't express in one video. I've found so much joy and happiness in my everyday life and those who actually know me, who really know me, which is very far and few between. They're the people who are really close to my life because I cut everyone else out so nobody knows what's going on in my life for a reason. It's been cool. I'm fully dedicated to loving myself and making life better. My whole habits, my whole routines are, are to make sure I'm set up so I can show up the best for other people because I'm now full. I truly love myself and I feel that joy every day. And I want other people to feel the same thing. And it's not in anyone else. It's not in anything. You don't have to be in religion to find pure joy and love like people say you have to be. You can have it every day of your life. That's the message I want to share. And that's my mission and my purpose in life now is to help other people. And I truly believe the more people who can understand their life, understand their journey, 
and share that truth and that journey from the most authentic place they can, which is being true with how things affected you. And we share our stories. We can learn from each other. We can stop hurting each other. We can stop talking ill of each other. We can stop judging each other. We can stop hating each other. We can stop thinking we're more worthy than other people and people are less worthy than we are. We can care about each other and we can love each other. And we can do that by sharing our stories. And let people know that it's okay. You don't have to be perfect. You can hurt. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to admit, I don't know what I'm doing. It's okay to admit, I'm scared. To me, the manliest thing you can do as a man is to own that. Because when you can own that, you can now show up for your people so damn well. I can love my kids and be a way better father now. I can do business in a way better way if that's for me. I'm not doing business like other people want to do business. I'm doing business the way I want to do business that feels right to me. And the next time I decide to jump into a relationship, it will be beautiful because I'm whole. And so I can love someone fully and I can take care of that person and let them be themselves and give them their space and love them for them. And when they do things that may hurt themselves or other people, I can still love them because I'm not with them for being perfect. I'm with them because I love them. And when we love people, we allow people to be themselves and we allow people space to screw up, to fuck up a little bit. That's part of life is we all have to figure this out and we all have to go on our own journey to figure out ourselves. It's the best and most powerful thing you can do for your life. But you have to let go of what everyone else will think of you. Because it won't make sense and people will judge you and people will talk ill of you. But it doesn't matter, they're unhappy. Unhappy people talk down upon others, they gossip. They think they're better than other people. They judge you and say you're unworthy and they're more worthy because of their religion or the way they sin and mess up their life is more worthy than the way you do it. You have to let go and start trusting that feeling within yourself where you feel safe, where you feel joy. And as you follow that feeling, as you follow that intuition, some people want to call it spirit, I call it my higher self, my intuition. When I've let that guide me and I've trusted and have faith that I'm going to be guided, to the things I want, I have been. And it doesn't always make sense of time, but I was able to look back at my life this last year and think, wow, I didn't always understand why everything was happening, but I trusted how I felt and it guided me to everything I wanted. I've been away from my kids. I traveled a lot. And it was cool because the only permission I wanted and the only opinion I cared about was my kids. And a year ago, I asked permission to travel a lot more this next year, to find myself to, to figure out business in life so I could be a better father. And although it hurts a lot, myself and my kids, they allowed me to go on this journey and to figure myself out. And now my kids have a better father coming back to Utah and back to them.
I'm running and operating a business that I want with the people I want, who are also about caring and helping other people and not in it for greed and not in it for money and in it to use people. I'm surrounded by people who love and care and allow space to be ourselves. I operate my day how I want and the things that make me feel whole and joy and happier. I truly have created heaven on earth. It doesn't mean everything around me is perfect because there's still chaos around me, but internally, life is pretty damn amazing because I've created them. And I want to help other people do the same. That's why, again, I've made this my purpose to help. I want to help other people figure out their story so they can share their story with other people so we can help each other and we can change the way we operate as a society. Because the way it's operating isn't working. There's so much pain, there's so much suffering, there's so much chaos, and it doesn't have to be that way. And that is my hope, that is my dream, that is my passion. That we can change that. Thank you for those who stuck around and, and listened to this message. One thing I learned to do is also not apologize for your pain, your emotions, your tears. It feels good to feel. If you're looking for help, if you're looking for guidance and you want more from life, continue to follow along as I share more about my journey, how you find truth and happiness, because there are people who can teach you how to go make money and go get the things you want. There's a lot of money gurus out there. I've been around a lot of people these last couple of years who want to tell me how to make a lot of money or are mad when I don't want to make money for them the way they want me to. You can do things your own way. You can do things your own way. Stop worrying about being accepted or being cool or looking a certain way at other people. And life becomes complete bliss. That's my message. Follow along if you want help, if you want guidance. I also am doing public speaking and coaching for those who want a little bit extra help. If you're interested, please feel free to reach out. I'm huge on value, and I've empowered anyone who's worked for me this last year to fire me if I stop adding value to their life. I don't deserve money or things from people if I'm not adding value. Imagine if we operated that way as a society, we only got based off what we gave instead of just the thing we deserve and we're entitled to things. But I would love to help anyone who needs help. That is my purpose, that is my passion, that is my message. Thank you, until next time.